Welcome to Your Security, a podcast on walking victimless in today's world. I'm Gabriel Grimes. In this podcast, I discuss how to stay alert and situationally aware no matter where you are or where you go. Welcome to episode 11, Minutes Away. So, I've heard this many times and I think it's really relevant. When seconds count, the police are minutes away. Isn't that weird? When I first heard it, I was, I was shocked. I was impressed. I, I don't know exactly what I was feeling entirely. But it made so much sense. And it made much more sense because I was a police officer once. A police officer in the great city of Dallas, Texas. That's right. Big shout out to the DPD. And, and it is so true. When seconds count, the police are minutes away. Um, the, I want, what I want you guys to do is grab yourself a cup of coffee like I have right here with me. I'm sitting here in my super-duper sound studio of my car because it really does have some great effects. (laughs) And I have my uh, Starbucks mug from San Francisco that I purchased there when I went on a trip with my son. And I have got some great coffee, organic coffee, by the way, and a splash of milk. I want to talk about this police response thing and it's not to throw any shade toward the police they're doing the best job they can it's just physically impossible to be everywhere at all times when an emergency happens it takes a long time for a police officer to get to where you are that's just the reality of things I remember one time we were in a corner gasoline station I forget if it was the stop-and-go or I don't know exactly sure what gasoline station it was, but it was me and three other guys. And we were we were drinking coffee. Some of us were drinking Coke. That would be me. I really wasn't watching what I was doing back then. But anyway, it was I was drinking Coke and they were drinking coffee and we were just waiting. And we're listening to the radio. And in the little shopping center this gasoline station was a part of was a Domino's Pizza. And as we're listening to the radio, um, waiting for our dispatch to send us off to a next call, we heard a call come out, and it said there's a robbery in progress. Well, there are certain calls that a police officer pays attention to. So anytime that there is something in progress, we really perk up, because the desire in every police officer is to stop the crime and to catch the bad guy. So anything in progress really ups the the probability of us getting there in time and stopping this uh, perpetrator. So the the call came out saying that there was a burglary in progress. And as we continued to listen to the call, the dispatch said that it was in a, in a uh, Domino's and it gave our location. Well, we we didn't drop our sodas and coffee on the ground and run out the door that would be very Hollywood no we we put it all on the countertop so there was like four uh, drinks there on the countertop we rushed out the door we went out to the uh, Domino's uh, business that was only two 
storefronts down and we actually caught the guy that was really good but i want you to walk with me as we kind of just you know talk about how long that took and really a police officer's catch is only the bad guys that are the most stupid because let's go through the numbers a bad guy arrives at a shop he begins his illegal activity he pulls out his gun he starts demanding things from people or he starts beating someone up or something similar and what happens then well someone has to call the police and I don't know if you've tried to call the police in a large city but there are times when your call will go to a awaiting service you will actually be put on hold even if it's a 911 call so let's just say that the 911 call went straight to the dispatch right it did not go to the call holding or the call waiting well that took maybe 30 to 40 seconds now 30 to 40 seconds on paper may seem to be very short time it may seem a short time when you're cooking something in your kitchen preparing something for your kids to eat or watching a show on TV but if someone were to hold your head underwater for 45 seconds 45 seconds is a really long time so all right so it took 45 seconds for the first call to go through well the police the dispatch then has to hear what you're saying now if you're at all excited or nervous or or, or anything that is that is life-threatening that in your ability to pass that information on to the the uh, dispatch is altered in any way well that information is going to be stopped it's just not going to come through the dispatch won't understand you so it takes a little bit of time for you to tell dispatch what's going on thank god for today's <clears throat> technology we the dispatch doesn't have to know or doesn't have to hear your address it'll automatically come across well that's if you're using a landline because if you're using a cell phone line it's not the same thing so you may have to actually give your address okay so we're we're 45 seconds in you had to give the instructions of what exactly is happening that's about a minute and then the information has to be put out on the radio so now the dispatch has to do the exact same thing and we're talking about 45 seconds to maybe a minute more so now we're almost three seconds in well the police officer then has to leave or stop whatever he's doing answer the call and rush over to the location and like in the case that I'm talking about where we were next door it took us about a minute to get there so at the very best at the very best, we're talking about a police response of four minutes, right? From the moment the event happens to the time the police start arriving, four minutes. Now, the reason why we caught him was because we were actually two stores down from the event. But I will tell you what, this specific event happened... I think about six blocks away from the police station only six blocks well going back to the first part understanding police culture when something like this happens 
police officers anywhere near within a two three mile radius are going to come really quickly because we really want to catch the bad guy and like i said five blocks away was the police station well even though we had already caught the bad guy we weren't able to get on the the um, radio soon enough to tell everybody to slow down three minutes later we got our first police officers from the police station arriving lights and siren they were code three all the way to the office all the way to the uh, location so what does that mean that means that if on a normal day those police officers were going to be what did we say four minutes plus three minutes seven minutes away so on an average day you know that that um, Domino's Pizza would have received a police service or response of seven minutes. That would probably be, be normal. And here we have the situation the way we had it. We were no- nearby, we ran in, we caught the bad guy in four minutes. Well, what if something like this was happening and it was an active shooter event? Someone came in with a gun. How many people can a bad guy shoot in four minutes? And remember, these are bad guys who don't really care about being caught or not. The average active shooter is uh, shot on the scene or he shoots himself. I think there's only like 1% or 2% where people have actually tried to escape. But most of the time, these people are wanting to end. It's an end game for them. They know this is the end. Well, it's quite a lot. And when you're... Maybe you're in a grocery store or a shopping center and there's a, an active, nah, maybe not an active shooter. Maybe it's a robbery with a gun. That event is going to happen and it's going to be over well before the police arrive. The police are going to arrive just in time to watch the police, the bad guy, drive off. So the event already happens. You've already experienced the violent event. You've already experienced that issue. So what can you do? What can you do, mom and dad? What can you do, manager, businessman? You're traveling to another country, another city. I mean, we're talking about the United States. We're not talking about anywhere else. If you go to London, I mean, again, police officers are police officers. The police officers really want to catch the bad guys. They really want to stop crime, for the most part. But in some countries, it's just impossible tools aren't there for them the resources they don't have the resources to get to the bad guys in time so that response time is is hampered quite a bit and if you're talking about a major city here in the United States we're talking about traffic even though you put the lights and siren it does not it does not really boost that response time as much as you would think so those are these things that you have to consider as you go around we cannot use we being average day citizens because I'm no longer a police officer but average day citizens can no longer assume that the police officers are going to arrive on time to save the day they just can't they're not supermen so who is responsible for security well that's us you and me we're responsible for our own security and that has to be translated in the decisions we make and staying alert and being aware. Without those things, we put ourselves in our ignorance um, in harm's way. 
So we have to be, you know, I'm glad you're watching and listening to this podcast because in this podcast, we talk about exactly that. We talk about how to be alert, staying alert, being aware. In the last podcast, we talked about staying in the mindset because you, again, you you have to stay in the mindset, but you can't be on 120% high uh, alert because then you'll burn yourself out. But there are ways and tips on how to stay alert and not burn out. In any case, we have to have a plan. We have to have a purpose. We have to have an exit strategy. We have to be alert, of, uh, aware of the things going around us. We have to be using these techniques called framing to see whether or not people should be there, shouldn't be there, or seem strange, so that we are alert to these things before the proverbial poo hits the fan. This is important. This is really important. And for our safety, our employees' safety, our family's safety. So I encourage you, continue with this podcast. We're going to give you tips and tricks on how to stay alert and to be that guy, to be that girl, to stay alert, to stay alert, to protect others because you can see something happening before it happens. Because nothing happens like the light switch where you flip it on and flip it off. Everything that happens starts with telltale signs and uh, actions and sounds that tell and pre-tell everyone around, those people who are watching and those people who are listening. It tells people what is going to happen in the next few minutes. And if you're alert, you're aware of your surroundings, you will be one of the few who can alert others to get away or maybe even stop the event all on your own. Well, is any of this making sense? <laughs> I hope so. Do you have a story you would like to share? I'd love to hear it. If you're on Anchor, then send me a voice message and I will respond to that, maybe even add you to the podcast in the future. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. I enjoy making you and bringing you the best security hacks twice a week. Subscribe, share, send me a message, and always remember, you are security. Thank you.